and welcome back to the Magic Kathy show. I have a different episode today, obviously with the background of astrology, but more so really focusing on the archetype of Venus, really focusing on the feminine and the masculine, and in more so, you know, very much in alignment with Mercury entering Libra, right? And Libra is ruled by Venus. And also Uranus and Taurus, right? And Taurus is ruled by Venus. And Taurus rules trauma. We will talk about attachment trauma and how your Venus placement can give you insights on how you obviously relate to relationships, right? Partners, money, food self-worth it's all connected and i want to talk more specifically about different attachment styles that obviously stem from attachment trauma and how that is reflected in your relationship with money your relationship with food your relationship with your own self-worth it's actually very eye-opening and i got inspired to do this episode really through my own reflections on my relationship to men, my relationship to food, my relationship to money necessarily, not always, but I have had a lot of clients this week where we talked about the relationship with money and it got me thinking of, oh my gosh, it's like all connected, right? Where my when my client, for example, was struggling and like had a really hard time with money, I am struggling or yeah, have a hard time with, with food, for example. So it was very interesting to see these patterns and especially these patterns in women because we associate money with the masculine when really money is a feminine energy. And so it's very interesting. And why do I say that money is a feminine energy? Because money is flow right? Money is actually like a river. It flows to you. It gives you energy. But we don't see money as energy. We see money as it gives us structure, right? It gives us structure. It gives us security. It gives us foundation. But how can a river ever give you a solid security, solid structure? not even possible the river needs to flow right and so we block our own flow because of our attachment style and our relationship to obviously money but also partners and basically our own self-worth it all comes down to our own self-worth and it's very very fascinating to really sit with that and reflect on your relationships right and then see if there are similar patterns in your partnerships if there are similar patterns in your relationship with money or even your relationship with food, it's so, so fascinating. And I really feel like when we can heal that, not only will we be able to have a more secure relationship to money, of course, to food, to our own self-worth, but ultimately also other people, right? Relationships that mirror in the outside world. And obviously that all in improves the quality of life, which is, you know, Taurus, right? So it's very, very fascinating how astrology can already tell us so much about this. And of course, you could work with your own birth chart and see 
where is my Venus placement, for example, right? And what are the aspects to Venus? And maybe there is actually, you know, you have an afflicted Venus or she's in her detriment or fall or there's an aspect or there's a transit right now on your Venus and that's why it's challenging for you or a square or whatever it may be, right? That causes you to really, really work on that energy because I feel like what I definitely sense in the collective, especially with Uranus and Taurus, there's a lot of scarcity right now in the air, obviously also with what's going on in the world, a lot of scarcity. And that can push us into a new attachment trauma even, right? And what is even an attachment trauma, right? And it usually starts in childhood when we have this bonding, right, with our parents, our main caregivers, basically. and Whenever something happens, and when I speak about trauma, you know, for a child, everything that makes them feel like survival is threatened is a trauma. And in a child's perspective, that can be the tiniest thing, right, for us in adults' eyes. But for a child, it is incredibly traumatic, for example, if you cry, right, and your mom doesn't really have the capacity, headspace, whatever, emotionally, physically, whatever it is, to soothe you, to comfort you, right? So you feel like I'm alone, I'm by myself, and you don't know how to self-regulate yet, obviously, as a baby, as a child, as a toddler. And so that self-regulation piece is not in place yet. And so you are kind of dependent on your parents to self-regulate you right or to to soothe you to make you feel comfortable again and to make you or to hold space for you to flow in your feminine emotional state right and it doesn't matter if you are a man or a boy or a girl right we we need to be in that feminine to feel and embrace the the flow of emotions and so we need a container we need an anchor because we are not a solid anchor yet and so if that anchor was not there there can be an attachment trauma already, right? Obviously, it goes so much deeper. If you are interested in learning more about attachment trauma, I definitely, definitely um, recommend you to do that, especially if you resonate with either of the attachment um, styles that I, I will talk about, which is secure, which is obviously healthy. It's it's neither avoidant, it's nor anxious. It's like a very secure attachment, um, solid relationship to other people. You know, you can have yourself, you can have others. There is no dependency, there is no avoidance. It's, it's like very, very safe, basically. And if you have a secure attachment, which is obviously the ultimate goal for all of us, you would have the same relationship to, for example, food, where it's like you can have food, you're not dependent on it, you know when to use food, quote unquote, to fuel yourself, right? There's no emotional charge around it necessarily. You don't use food to, you know, self-regulate or to, to um, digest your emotions or to comfort you. Food is just fuel. It's energy, right, that you receive in order to function in life. And the same will be true with money. You know, you don't see money as this ultimate thing that you need in order to survive or this ultimate thing that needs to be there or something that, you know, puts so much responsibility on you. You see money for what it is, which is energy. And so with a secure attachment style in relationships, you see relationships as and healthy add-on, right? A nice add-on, a cherry on top, amazing to spend time with people, but it's not like you need it in order to 
feel amazing, right? You would prefer it, but it's there is no dependency. There's not like, oh my gosh, I am with other people. Um, now I have this responsibility. Now I have to be a certain way, right? All of that would be would fall into the category of an un, like an attachment a style that is not necessarily obviously healthy, um, which I go deeper with in a second. So a secure attachment is what we thrive for, right? So going back to money with a secure attachment, you would see money as for what it is. It is energy that gives you energy for to fuel basically your desires, you know, to fuel your passions, to fuel um, your day-to-day experience here on earth. It's just the energy that you are being given, right, to function, to have a healthy, happy life, right? So there's no emotional charge around it. And so most people probably won't have a secure attachment style in, I would say, the majority of, you know, the things that I just talked about, food. There's, I feel like everyone has some weird things with food. And when I say food, it can also be substances, it can be alcohol, it can be anything right where we use to cope with our emotional state so i feel like the majority of people have some sort of trauma around food most people have some sort of trauma around money right most people have some sort of trauma in relationships because we live in a society where i would say pretty much everyone has an attachment trauma from childhood right because our parents didn't know better and also brought some attachment traumas into obviously you because you you know our generation like the generation before us they, they they've just had as much attachment traumas as we had so we cannot blame them necessarily they didn't know better and it's this us our generation especially pluto and scorpio pluto and libra that really really break through all of these shadows right and we sign up for it so there is no point in us blaming our parents for it. We needed that in order to learn a lot about how healthy and secure relationships look like, the healthy and the secure relationship to food, to funny, to all of it. So I just wanted to say that because it is our journey, right, to learn that and to become really like the master of all of that. So because that's always what I say, you know, all, every trauma in your chart or every challenge, it's just a contrast that you need for the piece that you signed up for and wanted to become a master in. We need the contrasting experience first. And so if you resonate with any of the attachment traumas and you feel like, oh my gosh, like this is so true. Now I realize that it's fucking in every aspect of my life. Don't feel defeated or don't feel like, you know, there's no end in sight or there's just like no hope. Because again, it is just a contrast and the awareness of the of the, that contrasting experience and how it is a pattern in all aspects is already amazing for you to have because with that awareness, you can take different actions and really, really consciously work on it instead of it running your show all the time without you being consciously aware of it. So in a really unconscious way. So let's talk about the most common attachment styles, which is avoidant, anxious, anxious and avoidant as well. So anxious and avoidant combined can also be more so disoriented. So you you lean into both. Um, Sometimes it's anxious, sometimes it's avoidant. And this disorganized attachment style most of the time stems from a deep, 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 deep trauma that has not been 
even addressed yet, maybe not even aware of yet. So I will go into that later. But let's start with avoidant and anxious first. So the avoidant attachment style would be when it comes to money, you avoiding money. You might want money, but at the same time, you avoid it. And that avoidance piece, you know, might also be something that you meet with relationships, right? You like the idea of a relationship, but when it comes to having a relationship and coming close to people, you actually avoid it energetically or actually like really with your actions, right? And the same might be true for food. You might love the idea of having food, but when it comes to actually eating, you might avoid it. You might restrict, right? You might not allow yourself to really give into the food that you would crave, right? You restrict or you have some condition around it, right? And so the same could even be true with your spending habits, right? Where it's just like, I love the idea of, you know, investing in myself, spending, right? But when it comes to actually doing it, you avoid it, right? And most of the time, that avoidance piece really comes from being very uncomfortable with the idea of being close to someone because you have an idea that it comes with a condition. And because you have that idea that comes with a, a condition, most of the time it means you actually bring some conditions into it as well, which you can clearly see with, you know, the example with food. So you've, you have the idea that closeness, for example, with someone comes with a condition. You have to be a certain way or you cannot be a certain way. You cannot be fully yourself. You have to put a mask on filter whatever it is right or when it comes to money oh my gosh if i spend money that means i'm losing it right or when it comes to food if i eat that i will gain weight it, it's scary so basically closeness means or fully giving into the experience is fear for you right it's it's scary and that's why you avoid it and in relationship that fear could mean oh my gosh i have to give myself away right and an avoidant attachment style can come from codependency as well because it can be the pendulum swing to codependency where it's like, oh my gosh, I was so close and you've been growing up with like parents, for example, that have been so close and on your ass the whole time and all you wanted to, to have is a little bit of space and freedom and breathing, right? But there was no space for you. And so you would fall into the pendulum swing, which would be the exact opposite and you avoid it because you feel you've learned basically that relationships mean it's it's just so enmeshed it's so close and so you 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 fight for your freedom the whole time right because you didn't know how to set boundaries obviously as a child how how do you know how to set boundaries for yourself right when someone is just on your ass and there was just no space you you probably cannot just speak up and say i need some space right or you did that and then again there was an attachment trauma where it's just like you you were made you know shamed for it or there was guilt around it that you need space and so that's where the avoidant attachment can come from and especially with money it might manifest in you loving the idea of money and obviously i mean show me one person that doesn't like to have money right because obviously it, it fuels us in many many ways uh, or doesn't love food but there can be a trauma and then you avoid it so with money, that it might mean that, oh my gosh, you have this idea that money comes with so much responsibility, 
right that you have to take all the responsibility on and you don't want that responsibility because that would feel like oh my gosh i don't have room to breathe again right i I just have so much weight around me and that's why you avoid it and the same you know i just brought that analogy weight around me right same could be true with with food and we're like oh my gosh if i let food close to me i'm gonna gain weight um that's not safe I'm afraid of it and so you avoid it even though you would love to have it and I pretty much relate to that very very well um, obviously I, I had anorexia for so long right and I'm still like healing my relationship with food and that creeps up sometimes it, it's like very very creepy um, where you love the idea of food but then you're so afraid of it and then you're like it's not ira- it's not rational to be afraid of it right because it's something that gives you energy same is true with with money like it's not rational to be afraid of having money you know everyone that comes to me uh and i show and i tell them i think you you actually block money you don't want to have money like what do you mean i came to you because i want to have money like yeah i know consciously you want money but your energy and everything tells me that you have an avoidant tendency towards money you don't want that responsibility. And so we need to work on the mindset or the belief, right? That has something to do, money has something to do with, with responsibility or that you cannot breathe or that it's too much. And so that can all be fr- stem, stemming from an avoidant attachment style. Uh, again, it, it obviously can apply that to relationships as well. So maybe you want to have a partner, but then when it comes to actually coming close to someone, you avoid it again something i definitely relate to and i'm always checking with myself because i've been saying that i want to have a relationship for a very long time but still not having it so i'm like okay energetically i feel like there's something off Um, but anyways let's move on to the anxious attachment style so anxious attachment style already kind of tells you that it's it's a very needy energy it's a it's anxiety around not having it so it's like if I don't have money, if I don't have food, if I don't have a partner, I'm going to die. That's anxious. So you really, really, really want to ha- have it, right? It's, it's like, without it, I'm nothing. Without it, I cannot survive, right? And that can stem also, obviously, from an attachment trauma. And it will manifest in, in many ways. Most of the time, when you have an anxious attachment, it's not healthy because you've not learned how to take care of yourself when it comes to relationships right so you you have this codependency you have this neediness around a partner and you would do anything right to have it so you would give yourself away to just have that closeness with the partner you would give yourself away to just have money right you could sell your soul or whatever it is you do anything to have money so you basically also block your soul which is very, very tricky. So for example, with, you know, a job. So if you have an anxious attachment style towards money, it might not be, it will definitely not be easy for you to leave that secure, quote unquote, nine to five job, right? To follow your actual passion, your actual desire, your heart's calling because you are so anxious around leaving that. Or you would stay in an unhealthy, toxic relationship because you would rather be in that toxic relationship than being by yourself and like, because that feels like dying, right? It's not safe. And the same is true with maybe food, right? Maybe you indulge all the time, you you eat food all the time, you build that very, very codependent relationship towards food, like almost like a food obsession or binge eating even, because you feel like, oh my gosh, I need that to, to be safe, to be secure, right? And I mean, 
you can see with both attachment style, it, it, the, the root of it is always your emotional state, your emotional world. There's some emotional trauma somewhere. And that's what brings me back to the attachment trauma somewhere where you have not learned how to self-regulate your emotions. And then you cope with these external material things, right? Because you've not learned how to properly self-regulate without anything in the external world and the question is obviously the big price question is how do i self-regulate that's something you know that's a journey but i definitely feel like i mean the taurus archetype the libra archetype already kind of tells us that the venus archetype it is all about self-care learning how to self-care right how to take care of yourself in a secure way where you are your own security where you are your own container you provide the container for yourself so you, your emotions can flow and it's not easy right especially if you if you've not learned that but the awareness piece of it is sometimes all we need in order to work on it right because before that we were just like swimming in the darkness and wondering why we have all of these issues and blocks because that trauma needs to be seen first right and once it's seen once there is awareness about this attachment uh, trauma it is easier to work on it obviously because if you cannot see something i mean how how can you work on it and then it will manifest in different situations in your life until you finally see it and like oh that's where it comes from that's also why I've, i wanted to ep uh, record this episode because i feel like the awareness piece is sometimes everything you need to shift that pattern to get out of that pattern right because then you become observant of it the next time you might want to start dating someone or you have a problem in your relationship or you have a problem with money you can consciously decide and choose to not feed right into the same attachment trauma again meaning that the next time right you have this idea and your highest calling is for example to have a partner right you really want to be with a partner but you have an avoidant attachment style so what can you do if you have an awareness of, oh, I tend to be more avoidant, then the next time you want to go on a date and everything inside of you is like, oh, no, 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 right? Or has some weird excuses or after meeting the person and it would probably be a very good fit, right? Or it feels good. You find all the reasons why actually, no, that's not a good person for me, right? You, you, you literally want to talk yourself out of it. You have to observe that and be like, wait a second, is this my avoidant tendency acting up again, wanting me to be secure here in this situation, right? Because I've learned that only avoidance is security, which is obviously distorted. So you have to consciously make an effort to do different, different actions to train your brain, right? And by the way, that's something that I have touched on so much in Limitless. We've rewired so much in our brain. And so you have to consciously do the exact opposite. To say, oh no, wait a second, I'm going to give it a go. There might be, you know, it might be that this is not the right person for me, but it won't come from this anxiety or this like intense pressure in me of like, I cannot see this person again and this is awful and whatever. Like I'm creating a, a story around someone I don't even know. And that clearly shows you it's probably your avoidance, right? Or with an anxious attachment style, right? You date someone and instantly think oh my gosh that's my soulmate i need to be close with them i need to text them i need to make sure that we see each other again you have to be like wait a second 
This is my anxiety speaking out of me again. I don't need this person in my life. I would prefer them to be in my life. But there is no fucking anxiety around having him or having him not. Right? And the same quote-unquote cool attitude you want to apply to food, you want to apply to money. That will be a game changer. And you have to consciously observe this pattern in all those aspects. Because if you, you know, it's tricky. If you, let's say, work on it in relationships, but then you feed into it in food, it might be that it gets even stronger in food. Or it might get even stronger in money. So we want to work on it holistically in all of those areas because they are all ruled by Venus. And observing that, oh, am I doing it now in food more or am I doing it more in, let's say, money, right? It's really, really important that you train your brain in all aspects where you tend to be avoidant or where you tend to be anxious that this anxiety or this avoidance is not needed anymore, right? In all aspects. And that's my message for today. I think it's it's perfect alignment for, again, Venus and Libra, right? It has so much to do with, obviously, relationships, and but also balancing out those extremist tendencies that we have, especially the extremes in our mind, right? We need to come to a balance because avoidance is obviously an extreme. Anxiousness is an extreme. And we want to come to balance, which is that secure state where we are not dependent on anything other than our own soul and our own you know selves basically so i would love 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 to hear your feedback to hear maybe some reflections that you had or eye-opening i don't know insights because for me it was very eye-opening um to see those patterns in my own life with food with money with also obviously then yeah relationships um and yeah, I, I truly believe that when we work on it in all aspects and all elements, it, it leads to self-worth, obviously, but it improves your quality of life so much and builds so much self-trust and confidence. And so, yeah, I wanted to deliver that to you. I would love to hear your feedback. Please share it with me on Instagram. Just, you know, take a screenshot of this episode, share the episode with other people as well. So more and more people can reflect on these important topics and um, yeah find that security inside of themselves which you know that has been something i've been talking about so much obviously because it's also my own journey right and it's the collective journey as well so yeah definitely take a screenshot tag me so i can see who has been listening and what you've been doing while listening as well and yeah i would love to hear if that content if that topic resonated with you if you'd like to hear more about maybe the attachment styles and attachment theory um it's it's a fascinating thing i love psychology anyways you guys know that and so yeah thank you so much for watching i'm so grateful for you and of course also just a little insight that if you would like to go deeper in your birth chart because we can definitely go and address the the attachment trauma based on your birth chart i do trauma readings right but also obviously we can then into the trauma reading even implement that venus piece and um, really checking your venus for all aspects when it comes to relationships money food maybe you've also struggled with eating disorders or something like that then definitely definitely reach out to me i have a few things 
that I can look into in your chart to help you resolve those traumas. And so, yeah, you can just um, DM me on Instagram if you would like to have more insights on that. Um, or follow the links in the show notes and book you in. That's obviously the instant option if you know, oh my gosh, that's what I need. So without further ado, I hope that you sit with it and that you reflect on your attachment style your attachment theory and yeah i'm excited to speak to you very very soon probably when we talk about the new moon in virgo sending you all so much love and i pray that you step in your magic mm-hmm.